that's why as far as yoga goes, you know, it's pretty much kept on the surface too. You know, Hatha Yoga, all the yoga studios and just keep people right there, you know. Make them think, oh, you're doing yoga, it's gonna improve your life. You know, but you, you never let them go past that. And they don't want to go past it because you've created a, a culture and a consciousness that doesn't want to go deeper. So it's all, you know, <laughs> it's all connected. It's all tied up together. What if you if you got something really to take people deeper, then the powers that be will try to prevent that. There's a book that I was reading. It's called Deep Work. Uh, it's about, I don't know if you've heard about it, Cal Newport. It's Probably. it's more perhaps related to work, but kind of a lot of those things apply, I think, in our, especially in our spiritual life, but in our life in general, where the argument is that society today is so incredibly distracted and its distraction is promoted in every in every area of society you're you're like all this with social media and having the cell phone in your hands and it's just society made it's made in such a way so it's very very hard and we're kind of trained not to uh our minds are trained not to be able to sit down and focus on a specific task or or go deeper or contemplate or reflect but we're just constantly bombarded by you know distractions here and there so we're never you know, able to go deeper. We're just stuck in this, where we are. We can't really make the change because we're so distracted. And, and for our meditation, I mean, that's one of the things we learn that of course, the more focused you are, the better it will be. But, and of yeah. course it helps. And if you can train your mind to, to, in other areas as well, to be able to focus and not multitask all the time and just be on a shallow level. So, so his argument is, that you know, society is keeping us very, very shallow, and society is, you know, it's it's so important for every part of life to to be able to go deep in today's society and and in general in life. I mean, so yeah, I agree, hundred percent. That's and it brings me just immediately came to my mind that on last Sunday we went on a hike with new people. Mm -hmm. uh, Medita yoga meditation hike in the mountains. And it was a you know, significant hike. And about, I don't remember, halfway up or somewhere. I mean, it was, you know, out of the beginning part where the trailhead and busy, busy. And we were back where it was very few people. Because the further you go, as you know, the less people, mm -hmm. they <laughs> drop out. So there was a guy, young guy, and his obviously 20s or whatever. And he's sitting there in a very nice place, beautiful views and quiet and so on. And he's not looking at anything but his phone. He's, he was still close in enough that he had reception, and he was just on his phone. And I went by and I said, you seeing anything interesting there? <laughs> 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 and 
He didn't care nothing about the nature, the whole experience, whatever was available. It was just like the phone. Oh. And probably he stopped there because after that, the, 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 <laughs> the last place where yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. I'm just saying, throwing that in. <laughs> but anyway, that's how it is. You know, yeah. people can't see anything deep or significant, or yeah. you know, go above. I mean, go below the shallowness of the surface. Yeah. And that comparison of shallow and deep, if you and you do know about rivers or lakes or water, oceans or whatever, wherever there's shallow water, there's turbulence. Yeah. And where there's deep water, there's calmness and still and placid water. Yeah. You know, and so all this is keeping everybody on the disturbed, agitated, rough, you know, water, the turbulent aspect of life, and nobody can go down to the deep where it's calm and peaceful. Yeah, yeah, you're you're stuck on the surface there, or like you say, it's just yeah, and you're subjected to every little thing that comes along. Surface water, I mean, every little gust of wind blows it around, and you, you got little agitated ripples and so on like that. If there's any current coming in, that's going to be most obvious in the shallow water. You know, and it's, it's just like that in life. Yeah. So that's a good one. You know, just all that came to my mind just like as soon as you said mm -hmm. it. So. Mm -hmm. And, uh, hmm. you know, that tsunami that went through Indonesia area in 2007 or whatever, yeah. 2008, yeah, yeah. six or seven, eight, and just, you know, wreck havoc in Thailand and Sumatra and those areas over there. And I read that there was two divers, and they were quite deep off the coast of Thailand somewhere in deep water. And when that tsunami came by them, all they felt was just a little doo-doo, just a little, a little bump, and that was all. They didn't even know what it was, of course, and they were just thinking, wow, I wonder what that was. And when it got past them out into the shallow waters, it just destroyed everything. Like, yeah. Killed people, destroyed houses and, you know, trees and yeah. whatever, whatever it yeah. did. So if you're deep when all those little tsunamis in life come, you'll feel it. There'll be a little blip, a little something going on, but it won't just tear you apart like it does when you're on the shallow aspect of life. But uh, and and it feels like it's almost a consort. It, it seems like it's almost they've made an effort to keep things shallow. Huh? No yeah. sound. Yeah. Well, no, it was too loud. Oh. So, that's perfect. So, anyway, there's a reason they keep you there, because then they can control you more. You know, you're, you're controlled by them. Yeah. They can manipulate the turbulence. They can manipulate every aspect of the whole thing. And they've got you. They can offer you the problem. They can offer you the solution, <laughs> and it all goes in their favor. You know, 
here's the turbulence. Oh, okay. Here's a, a very stable boat. If you buy this boat and you, you know, drive it like we tell you to drive it, then you can survive this turbulence. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll geoengineer the weather and create the droughts and sell you water. That's kind of like an added solution that doesn't really solve the problem. And, and it just brings you further into yeah, their hands, under their control, and less under your own control and, and following your true nature and your true calling and what, what the true value of life is, the meaning of life is. Yeah. That's why as far as yoga goes, you know, it's pretty much kept on the surface too. You know, Hatha Yoga, all the yoga studios, and just keep people right there, you know. Make them think, oh, you're doing yoga, it's going to improve your life. You know, but you, you never let them go past that, you know. And they don't want to go past it because you've created a, a culture and a consciousness that doesn't want to go deeper. So it's all, you know, <laughs> it's all connected. It's all tied up together. What if you if yeah. you got something really to take people deeper, then the powers that be will try to prevent that. Yeah. Oh, you can't do that. You know, yeah. 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 We can't we can't control people if they go out of our our grip. No. That's why religion is the first thing they attack when they want to control a, a population. Yeah. You know because now they're you know adherent to rules of God. You know and you know their strength is in God and you know so they're too strong. So if we destroy, quote, religion, no matter what aspect of it you may look at, yeah. which belief system or whatever, yeah. you know, then we've weakened them just by design. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, if you want to control an, an enemy, you, you weaken the enemy and they're easy to control. But if they're strong then you're going to have a lot harder time. And, that, and that's just something that I'd never, I never reflected on that before, but, but I see it now, uh, you know, and now that you mention it, it's just that without that faith in God, you, you're really weak. You're, you really have no source of strength and they can pull you whatever way they want and you have no direction because there's no, I mean, if you have a desire and a wish to please God, then you have, you know, a certain way to do that, a certain path to follow and certain not rules, but, you know, something that you follow. But if you just, whatever, whatever. So then you have, and then they've got you in their hands. So that's what they're yeah. doing to society. They're trying to take away, of, of course, because it makes people weak. You say. And there's two, two categories of rule makers, God mm. and everybody, and the other ones, and the, <laughs> the other side. The ones who want to control you. You know, so if they're following God's rules, you can't, Get them to follow your rules. They're going to see through your your rules, or your rules are against God's rules, or you know the the future of following your system is is against my spiritual well being and God's rules. Mm. See, but if you take God out of the picture, then you can do. You know, you are the rule maker. Yeah. 
and you can make a contradictory set of rules. And so you got them both ways. Follow this rule, you know, and then you got contradictory rules to take them. It just keeps everybody in the shallow water and the, and the turbulence, mm. you know, mm. the washing machine of life. Mm. <laughs> Pretty picture, eh? We always come to beautiful pictures. <laughs> like the washing machine of life. <laughs> Stuck in there, and and it's something that that Sword a person who hasn't experienced this can't really relate to is the inner spiritual strength that comes from you know your connection with the Lord. Mm. I mean, there's actually some strength there that that you can't see, you know, from the outside. Nobody can can experience it, but it's there, you know. And and they can't connect with that real strength, but they know it comes from somehow from religion. So get rid of that. They're too strong. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and and it's 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 interesting if you see if you see the the, the big innovations that it may made just to kind of bring it a little bit back to this this focused attention and the, the importance of that most of the important innovations has been made by people who just like are able to disconnect from society and like for example they spend a week with you know no cell phone no anything just like thinking really really deeply about something going really deep and and into their own little world so to speak and um you know this this in this this book he's speaking about and and he's not he doesn't I, I I bet he doesn't know about a lot about yoga lifestyle, but he he mentions how important it is with routines in our life and daily routines, so that we don't have to rely on will strength all the time, but we leave time in our day for deep work and for thinking deeply, and which leaves a maximum time of like three four hours per day maximum your brain can tolerate to to focus on something deeper like that. But it's um, yeah. And so he says, oh, you know, so a certain time you do that, a certain time you go to bed, a certain time you go up, a certain time you stop working so that you can, you have your, your habit, habit there. But the importance of having this, yeah, deep focused time in your day. So you're not just living in a distracted way and not getting anywhere in whatever you're yeah. doing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and you're trying to meditate, yeah, but at I the mean, same time you think about Mickey Mouse and your job and what you did yesterday and the food and the dinner and the wife and all the things, all the deadlines you have, and it's just mishmash. Yeah, regulated schedule is certainly the yoga way. Mm. But as you say, during that regulated, incorporate a time for deep work. Yeah. Yeah. Let that be part of the regulation. Because a lot of people by default are somewhat regulated. They have to get up at a certain time because they got to go to work. And they have to work a certain number of hours before lunch. And the lunch is a regulated time period as well. You can't have it this long, 30 minutes or yeah. hour. You know, so it's regulated by design or by default, but there's no deep work. Mm. You know, and so That's true. the regulation needs to be incorporated with what you're talking about, what this, this author is talking mm. about. Mm. And then, yeah. I mean, like, 
go for a walk. A person may, may build in a time to walk, let's say. Mm -hmm. But instead of walking with your phone in your hand, <laughs> you know, checking your Instagram or whatever you're doing, or just frivolously going along, you know, have some some focus on some something deeper, you know. And, uh, Just like we do our walking meditations with japa japa meditation. Yeah, we walk, but we also focus on the meditation as we walk, mm -hmm. and that's really the the main part of the walk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, so you got to build your schedule properly, but then what do you do with what you built, you know? Mm. How did you build it to get some result like like you're, yeah. you know, yeah. talking about? Yeah. Some deep result. Yeah, exactly. And how do you... I, I mean, there there's a point that that I was thinking about when reading this, and that's, uh, you, like you said about yoga and how it's keeping on a shallow level. Well, the, the point is that <laughs> with yoga, it's great, but you need to know the goal. And the goal of physical yoga, as I understand, at least one of the main goals, is for you to be able to, to, be able to focus your mind. So you're training your mind to be focused. And that will then spill over in the other aspects of your life, including your meditation, which is which is the point. So you can it's much much easier to focus in your meditation when you have thus practiced and, and like it's it's kind of like brain is kind of like a muscle that you need to you need to exercise every day, and every time that you yeah. you know your mind says oh, it's too much now, I can handle it, or I just want to get distracted. And I'll go to Facebook and check out Facebook, and you immediately go to your phone and check out Facebook. Then every time you do that, that's another practice of the mind where you're training the mind into that pattern, that every every time, you know, you're faced with a little bit of free time and five... I mean, <laughs> I'm not a... I'm not an exception for this. Uh, at least a while ago, I was really bad at that. As soon as I walked out the car and into the store, I thought, oh, I need to check. How about that and the business? And, you know, how about this thing and this thing? Uh, you know, many, many different projects on my mind. So I just immediately picked up the phone as I was walking into the store. And I was just looking back and thinking, what, man, what is that how life is supposed to be? <laughs> Five minutes free and you got to pick up your phone. How about just having some free time, having some rest, having this? Yeah. You know, exactly. we're very afraid of being bored. That's the guy the read, reading, writing this book also says that he says, you know, we're very afraid of just just doing nothing in a sense. Just, you know, it's always got to be something, always got to be active. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, this is, that's the way we've been raised, really. I mean, I wasn't raised like that, but you're influenced so strongly by, you know, everything you associate with yeah. that you become like yeah. that. Yeah. Even, even if you're old enough like me to have been raised differently than that, you know, it's become like that. Mm. And so you see people in old bodies that had no connection with any of this, obviously, for years and years and years and years, but then they become like that. And you see them on their phones as well. You know, some 
really old man or old woman that's doing the same thing you're talking about, mm. checking whatever they're checking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, because they've been moved into that. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, I'm not... That's one of the reasons I think the people are so in anxiety because that being connected all the time and, and multitasking all the time and thinking all the time about the next thing and not being able to relax is just this kind of subtle nervous uh, system triggering all the time like a like a what's that word I'm looking for in English like a subtle background noise that is just there all the time in your nervous system and you're just constantly triggered yeah just but the thing is how many people are going to buy this guy's book you know, just think <laughs> of reality no because that's really not a popular topic mm. i mean those who do read it and you know take it to heart so to speak will will maybe change something you know but this this line of thought is is not promoted and it's not popular and it's not instant gratification no no exactly exactly which i mean there are so many points there but that's another thing you know that's what we're looking for instant gratification now you know results now well meditation is the exact opposite You, you you can't expect to have the results now but you may need to do your practice for a month as we say to our new people that come to our classes to to experience fully you know, experience at all the benefits. <laughs> You're right. right. Um, you know, I read, you know, so many parents, unfortunately, now are, the phone is the babysitter. Yeah. For the kid, for the little kids. I mean, little, from, you know, you know I mean, from babyhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you just... and, and I was reading that one of the things that's so attractive about, to a kid, a baby, or you know, one year old, two year old, three year old, whatever, about a phone is if they touch anything, something happens. Mm-hmm. Right? If they do, they don't know what they're doing, but if they do this, something happens. They do something, something happens. It's just like, and they're the controller. They punch something, yeah, yeah, I they see do it, mm-hmm. and immediately the result of their <laughs> movement comes to them. Uh-huh. And so it just puts them in the in that that consciousness. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. You know, so if you start them at six months or whatever it is, yes. you know, you can imagine. And wow. You can see it, not imagine anything. You can see. Wow. It. So true. You do this, and instantly you want. <laughs> it's instant gratification. I mean, and of course they got all these kids programs now, so you'd punch anything and something. Kitty comes up, mm-hmm. you know, some cartoons, mm-hmm. some funny things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what comes up because I'd never done it, but I, I can understand. Which is, just, I mean, everything is just so opposite <laughs> to anything we're learning in the Vedic scriptures and the, the yoga teachings. I mean, how about not being attached to the fruits of your labor, just working without being attached to the results? But you know, doing the work that you sh- you know you should do, and you know, doing your duty, yeah. and, and that's just like right. society is <laughs> completely opposite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no such thing as yeah. Right. You know, we were reading. You were you were on the program, I'm sure, mm. from.
from the Harinama Chintamani about, you know, all the methods that used to work before don't work now. Yeah. Like the Vanishram system, for instance, following your duty, but the, the duty was outlined and prescribed by this Vanishram system, which for those who don't know, in brief, it's just the, the Vedic or yoga system for society. Mm-hmm. You know, society is structured according to this Vanishram system. But that doesn't work anymore. I mean, that's not a Veda. It's not even intact. You know? And another thing that was, you know, a part of the society was associating with saintly persons yeah. and gaining the wisdom and, and not only the wisdom, but the, the invisible, you know, spiritual purification from just being in their association. Yeah. But where do you find such saintly persons? And on and on, all the things that work in society to move society toward a spiritual goal, are, they're just not available in this Kali Yuga we live in now. And that's why the one thing that's been prescribed is the chanting of these mantras, the chanting of these transcendental sounds. You know, because all these other systems that worked in previous ages they're just not either not available or they just don't have the strength or the potency mm, yeah. to overcome the disease, so to speak, yeah. that the society is plagued by now. Just like so, mm-hmm. the system is the chanting of the mantras, which does have the power and the strength, and you know the the magical influence, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. Yeah. So what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, just like being around spiritual persons or learning from them or what, what you said in previous ages, that's that's wonderful. But there are so many charlatans today. There's, it's so hard to know who to follow. So that's I was just going to make that remark. You know, it's very, very difficult to yeah, know. So that's that's exactly what it said in the Harinama Chintama. <laughs> like, these saintly persons are not available, but in replace there's been these pseudo... Pseudo spiritualists that, that just proliferated that they've put there to keep you shallow. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're allowed to do their work. Yeah, yeah. I'm promoted to do their work because it. Yeah. Yeah. There. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So our message is real simple, isn't it? Just take these mantras that we're always you know, talking about and course, practicing ourselves and offering to others and just use them in your quiet time or your free time or your mm. deep time. And yeah. And when you have the deep time, then really take, make an effort as much as you can to shut out all the distractions, give yourself that precious alone time or time with you and supreme and focus on the mantras and you know all the other things they can wait and if your mind comes with a lot of suggestions the best way just there was this guy actually who made a who wrote an article about he had a method he was a psychologist that people with anxiety could use you know you have people that worry a lot and he said put off (laughs) uh 50 minutes a day for worrying 
So when your mind starts worrying, then you say to the mind, oh, at six o'clock today, I'm going to worry. And then I'm going to have 50 minutes to worry. So just wait now. But at six o'clock, <laughs> it's worry time. <laughs> and so I, he had great success. People were, you know, suddenly it was eight o'clock and he was, wow, shit, I haven't, I haven't worried yet. I forgot to worry, <laughs> but I can't do it until six tomorrow. Okay, six tomorrow, I'm going to worry. <laughs> So, well, that's great if people would do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, All these things will, I mean, I mean, they're they're just obvious things that will work if you do it. If you do it, it's structured time, isn't it? It's structured time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've never heard that, but I, I like that. <laughs> okay, six o'clock. Worry away. You got fifteen minutes. Hurry up. <laughs> 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 Quick worry. Wow, I've been waiting all day for this. <laughs> Popcorn and... <laughs> and then... And then you, you, you know, I, I can envision, of course, I don't know from mm-hmm. experience, but pretty soon that worry time's not going to be very attractive. No, probably not. Like, I don't want to go there, man. <laughs> That's not a happy time. It's no. not a happy place. No, I want to... No. And so your your anticipation... Is dwindling, you know. You're like, I'm not gonna do that. That's yeah. cool. I like that. <laughs> just, just remembered, but yeah. So we, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. We can just maybe. I don't know if you want to add something else to this topic right now. Else, we can just have a kirtan and have a little shorter episode. Yeah, for, I think that's well, a good idea. Yeah. Have a little yeah respite from. Describing the mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need both, right? You always, you gotta have a little slap on the face to to realize that shit. This is this reality of things. You know, wake up a little bit, but then you need a solution as well. You need you need the the positive. Yeah. Refill. Yeah. yeah, one thing we try to do is point out things that aren't even considered to be problems, and as they are. Mm-hmm. You know, they, yeah. we try to uh, to make it clear that what is normal or what is thing mm-hmm. that you do or everybody's doing is a, is actually a problem yeah. for you. That's true. The spirit soul. I mean, this is not going to, you know, be good for you. Yeah. And here's the solution. Is that, huh? Is that the end? The end? Yeah. Maybe it's a short one today, right? Yeah. Or is it? Yeah. If you have people chanting with you, I mean, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> but I'll chant. Ready? He's got to adjust something. Okay, what? Go Ranga Haribo.
Haribo. Haribo. Haribo. Haribo. Go Ranga. Yeah, so just go Ranga Haribo. <laughs> simple to go deeper. That's very simple. Yeah. You know, the thing about the mantras is they're deep automatically. Mm. Even if you don't go there, they go there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They work on the deep level. Yeah, because, you know, going deeper, I don't know, 99% of the population is just, you know, not, not going to happen, really. Yeah, yeah. So that's why in this Kali Yuga, when those other things just don't work, they don't have the power, they're not suitable or convenient or practical, the mantras go deep. Wow. Thank you, Malakia. We always are appreciative of anyone who's tuning us in. And I know people do every week. We get the numbers and there's people yep. every week. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, if you can incorporate just any anything into your life that we present. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Malakia. Thank you for sharing it. All yeah. right, Ruben. Thank you very much. Namaste. Namaste. Nice to see you again. Yeah. Be back next week. Hi, Bo, to everybody there. <laughs> As always. Yeah. See you next see week. You next week. See you next week, everybody. Yep. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo.